Welcome back to the Off the Cuff Podcast. This is episode 10. 10. 10. 10 weeks of the best mental health podcast in the game. Welcome. If it's your first time, welcome. Stay a while. Remember to hit that sub button. Hit that like button. We are back. Okay. This is a super... uh, I don't think it's a super duper all over the place episode, but I'll try to keep it in the same place. Um... So, long story short, one of my New Year's resolutions, if you guys are fans of the base yard, was to go to Disney World. Um, and I went to Disney World. Um, and it was one of those situations where I was, you know, with COVID and everything, I was kind of standoffish at first in terms of like, you know, is this where what I really want to be doing, you know? But, you know, a part of me was like, listen, they've gone out of their way to make everything very, very safe over there. I was very surprised at how well they kept everything. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but I wanted to go, so I went. Um, what a magical place. What an absolutely magical place. That's all I could really say about it. Everything about it, you know, these people have everything covered to a T, from transportation to uh, food to social distancing to uh, making sure people wear their mask. Like, they really go above and beyond to, like, take care of the people there. And it was wild to be, like, at, like, such a happy place during, like, such a sad time in the world. You know what I mean? Like, a part of me felt, like, guilty, um, like, enjoying rides and stuff and, and, you know, going all over the place, going to Epcot Center and traveling the world, basically, in a day. And, like, there's just so many people out there struggling. I mean, that's kind of the thought that I struggled with the entire time I was there. It's just, like, like you know, like, it's it's a situation where I'm just so, I get so intimidated by, uh, by, by my own ignorance sometimes. Being, like, yo, like, I'm on this fucking slinky Toy Story ride and there's people out there who can't, like, feed their families and stuff. Like, I don't know how to do both. I'm either all the way in or, like, all the way out um, in terms of, like, where my, my head's at in those situations. But I try to have those moments of clarity where, like, I, I'm kind of just like, dude, like, I'm really, really blessed to, like, to even be doing this right now. But then, like, on top of it, there's the COVID stuff. And then, like, on top of it, it's, like, people who are struggling from COVID that, like, would love to go to fucking Disney World. You know? So, like, it was just, like, a big battle of emotions this weekend. Like, a lot, like, was going on, you know? And I went I went with my girl and her family, and, like, I have to thank them, too, because, you know, I've been away from my family since March, I think. And, like, they've done, like, such an amazing job, like, just making me feel at home and making me feel like a part of the family and stuff. So, you know, that that was an amazing experience to have and it was my first time there so like i've never been there as one of my new year's resolutions and in 2020 to get any new year's resolutions done that's kind of a w that's kind of a dub um but you know oh there was a situation there where we were walking and uh and i could see that some girl was having a panic attack her name was uh miley she was 15 years old and she was having a panic attack there and uh, my girlfriend's sister, Alex, and I kind of went over there and kind of just reassured her. And I could see the sheer terror, like, on this girl's face, like, and just how defeated she was. She was crying. 
you know, and seeing her at the most happiest place on earth, I guess, you know, it's like kind of like what Disney World is. To be struggling even there, it was just like, damn, dude. I was like, yo, like, I know exactly what this girl is feeling. I know exactly what it feels like. And, like, we just talked to her and, and told her, like, what we go through. And it was really nice to kind of try and break through to somebody who's 16 years younger than me and just be like, listen, like, I go through the same shit, you know? And, like, I go through the same feelings of, like, being insecure about if I can go outside. Or, like, feeling insecure about, like, the way I look or insecure about the way I dress or even just insecure about being around people, you know? And it, and it's tough because I know I can handle it, you know? I feel bad for these kids that got to go through this shit. You know, I made her laugh a couple times because that's, you know, that's what I'm good at, making people laugh. But, like, you know, it's it's just hard to know, like, I'm only there for a moment of time and then I'm gone. I'll never see that kid again. But I hope just what I said can help a little bit. Because when you're 15, you feel like you don't really have anything, you know? It's like you have your parents if you're lucky to have parents. You have your family if you're lucky to have family. But other than that... <sighs> It's just tough. It's just tough. You know, I see other states are getting ready to go into lockdowns. You know, we're losing, we're having a 9-11 every day now, just with Corona. So, like, imagine the guilt that I feel that I went to Disney World. You know, it's such a first world problem to have, but it's like, am I part of the problem? You know, that's kind of what I battled with at Disney World. But things that made me forget about it were like Space Mountain, which was fucking dope. Space Mountain being completely dark the entire time kind of freaked me out a little bit. So I was just like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? You think you can get on roller coasters until you get on them and you're like, oh, shit, like I'm scared of these. That's right. And like I'm trying to laugh and act like I'm tough. I'm like, <laughs> this is fun. But in my mind, I'm shitting my asshole out. <laughs> I just feel like roller roller coasters are the most unnecessary thing ever created by man. Like, what are we doing this for? We just it's it's the thrill of getting close to death with the certainty almost of you're not gonna die. You know? It's like when people watch horror movies. Like, why do we watch horror movies? Like, why do I want to see people get like their heads cut off? Like, what kind of sick shit is that? What about me wants to see that? I think a lot of times people were afraid to tell people who we really are or, like, things that we like because, th like, it'll scare people. And I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, like, I like to, like, watch people die in blood. But, like, I feel like a lot of the times we're afraid to say who we really are a lot of the times. You know? You know, and there's like a lot of things like, like, you know, you guys look for me to be really honest and I need to be honest with you guys about something. It's like over the last few months, like I've dabbled in drinking again and, uh, 
and I think it's just the pressures of just trying, wanting to be normal, but it's something that makes me feel like a lot of, like, I don't know, it makes me feel like I kind of lost a little bit. And it's not like I'm drinking and getting drunk. It's just like I, f I felt like I wasn't normal because, like, everywhere you go, like, alcohol is there. And, like, I, I went, like, two years without drinking. And I, 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 I just want to be like everybody else sometimes. And... A lot of like my drinking when I stopped was for health reasons like diabetes and weight gain and stuff and like that's what I really like thought it was but like I don't know I feel like I let people down I feel like I let like my family down um I mean, most importantly, I feel like I let myself down with that shit, you know? I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying to stay on top of this and stay on the topic. Um, do I regret it? No. Because I think a part of it reminded me of it wasn't just like diabetes and it wasn't just like trying to lose weight. I just know, like, when I drink, I hate that person, you know. I hate that person. Like, that person is weird. Like, he's dark. And, like, he's like a wild animal, you know. It's like, I can't trust, I can't trust that side. And it's like, I see all these people like riding around Epcot Center, walking around Epcot Center, like drinking and having a good time. And it's like, it doesn't make me have a good time. It really doesn't. You know, it makes me feel like, a, like a, I feel like I failed. I do. I know I'll never touch drugs again. That's easy. But I don't know what to think of myself, you know? I don't need I, I don't know what to think of myself. It's like And the thing is is like we think about it like this like nobody pressured me to drink. I wanted to see if I could do it and be normal. And I could do it and be normal. Which most of the time I was, but then it got to a point where I was just like, yo, like, you got to remember why we don't do this, yo. You got to remember why we stopped doing this. I 
and like people that follow me like really closely on the internet like this has been the hardest year of my life yo like people don't people don't get how hard it's been <clears throat> And it's like when you make people laugh for a living or like you make people feel good for a living, it's like sometimes you forget you play into this character where you got to be like a, a shining light for like other people. Like you're killing yourself at the same time, you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. Some people will say like I'm beating myself up too much, or you know, or some people might be let down that that I've slipped up a little bit and been trying to enjoy alcohol like a normal person. I don't know, it just makes me feel like a failure, a little bit, you know, like that shit has kept me up at night, but it's like, it's not an excuse, but like, I, I have to, I can't stress how stressful this fucking year has been for me, yo, this year has been so fucking stressful. And then I go back to think about people that have it worse than me. Everybody suffers different, but it's just like the fact that the things I had to do this year and deal with this year and get over this year. It's like I wouldn't wish that on like my worst enemies sometimes. It's like, what the fuck, yo? But the only testament that I have is that I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still here. And it's a situation where it's like, I don't know whether I want to fucking cry or I, or I want to smile. Like, that's where I, what I'm feeling right now. But it's just like, I'm fucking burnt out. It's been a really long year for everybody. But like... I just had a lot happen to me. Happen to me. I've done a lot. And I've had to have a lot of real conversations with myself, you know, about am I, am I doing enough to be successful? Um, am I doing enough to take care of myself, my future, my family? You could lose respect to the people you don't know, but if you do things to lose the respect to your family, you never get that back, you know? And I don't want to do that. I have to prosper. I got. I have people that need to see me do well. People depend on me. 
the hardest thing is to tell yourself, like, yo, you're fucking up, bro. It's hard to admit, like, you lose certain luxuries in life. Like, I lost the luxury to party. Like, I, I just have. I, ju I just have. I know the person I become when I drink. And it's like, yo, it's like, yeah, it's not the end of the world. You're not, like, uh, trying to beat people up in the street or whatever. But I fucking hate myself, yo. She makes me fucking hate myself. And people are gonna probably say that, then why'd you do it if you know it makes you feel like that? It's because I want it to be normal. I want to be normal or with the, my, the idea of what is normal. But like, where, like. When does it end, though? You know, it's like I got to remember, like, wh where I came from in terms of, like, in terms of, like, from not drinking and just living a life where I, uh, or just living a life drug-free. Like, I'm so happy I've remained drug-free for over almost two and a half years. And it was like, you know, it's like, I have this thing. I got rid of this one. So, like, I could still do this one maybe a little bit. And I know, like, Joe and I on the, on the basement yard were talking about, like, ah, uh, you know, like, I think you can handle a drink and stuff like that. I can handle a drink. I can. But I don't want to. Because I know what, I know what it does to me as a person, yo. And I fucking hate that person, yo. I hate what that person looks like. I hate what that person stands for. I hate what that person thinks about. Like, I don't want to see that guy anymore because I know what it is. And that's how it is. It's like you tell everybody, like, you can handle it. But inside, you're like, I'm ashamed of myself in a way, you know? It's like the way that shit affects my mental health is fucked up, yo. It's just like, why do I have like such like a desire? Like, why do I have to correlate that with being normal? You know what I'm saying? It's like, why? Why? Like, why am I allowing myself to get to that zone? This shit fucks with me, yo. I think so much. It's about nonsense, yo. And being able to have a drink is cool. You know what I mean? When you're just like, yeah, like, you know. But, like, the idea of, like, feeling loose and, like, loosen up a little bit. It's like, why? What am I running from? I spent my whole life chasing my ass. 
and that type of stuff, that stuff messes with your mentality, the way you handle things, the way you speak. You ever see a drunk person and you're like, Jesus Christ, is this what I look like? You know, it's fucking embarrassing. But I also know where that thing takes me. And the fact that maybe I thought I could be a normal person and drink a little bit here and there would would be a test to see if I could be normal. And, like, I have drank and I haven't gotten drunk, you know, like, where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fucked up, you know, like, oh, my God, shit, I'm fucking fucked up, you know? <laughs> But, like, a part of me is just, like, in my head and in my heart, the inside of me that I've built up to be this person. It's, sh it's just shaking their head in there, just like, we're not where we need to be. I'm 100% not where I need to be in life. But I'm getting there. In a casket, if so, but I'm going to get there. Things have to change, you know? I need to be more motivated. I need to be stronger. I need to be stronger physically, and I need to be stronger mentally. At the same time, I need to reward myself With accomplishments. I'm 31. I'm going to be 32. I got to start thinking about my future here. How much longer I want to be on this earth. At one point, I, I didn't want to be here. At one point, I didn't want to be here. And um, and I'll tell this story on here, but when I was living in New York, I was living on 80th Street. I lived on an 11th floor. I had an 11th floor terrace. Uh, my panic and anxiety was so bad every day that I was just losing it. I was, I, I, I was like, this can't be. I can't live this way. I just can't. <sighs> so, um, after, um, my ex left for work. Um, I kissed my dog, Eli. Um, I went out on our terrace and I stood on it and thought about it. And I don't know what it was and I don't know who it was and I don't know how, but I could hear a voice like as clear as day just being like, yo, chill. So spoiler alert, I didn't do it. Um, I got off 
And then I immediately checked myself into the hospital. And then it was funny when they asked me, they were like, hey, man, like, you know, do you are you are you suicidal? And I was like, 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Now I want to live really fucking bad. I want to live really, really, really bad. So from that moment on, I changed all these things and got healthy and did all of these things. And but like, why am I going to introduce something that's not going to help me live really, really bad? It's going to make me live really, really bad. See what I did there? I feel like a fuck up sometimes, you know? Like, I fuck a lot of things up in my life. Like, I'm a resilient motherfucker, but, like, I fuck shit up. It's almost like I need that shit to survive. Like, I need to be a fucking asshole sometimes. It's like, uh, it's weird. It's like I get off on that shit. Like, that shit drives me to be in pain. That shit makes me feel like, like, who I truly am. And then, like, sometimes I'm like, I, I'm a miserable person, you know? But I love it. I love that shit. In the moment. And then after, I'm like, nah, I don't. I hate that. I hate that person. Sober or drinking, I hate that person. That person right there is dangerous. That person right there will get you hurt. That person right there will get you taken advantage of. That person right there will make you make bad decisions. In a moment. Like that. That was a weak snap. I'm trying. And that's just the question I have for you guys. What is it that makes you go to that zone? How do you get out of that zone? Help me. Sorry, I'm fixing this light. Help me. Why am I addicted to this chaotic mindset where everything needs to be a battle? Everything needs to be a war. Why does it have to be like that? Why do I let myself get to that? What is wrong? Something fundamentally wrong there. And in this attempt to normalize my life, I've made mistakes. And I know I've learned from them. And I know I will continue to learn from them, but I can't let these things be a crutch because of what mental illness I deal with or what uh, mental health issues I'm dealing with. These are things like, this is step one shit. This is like, this is shit we did already. You know what I mean? It's like a video game where like you beat the boss in the second level and you're at the final boss and you're like, you know, I'll go back and fight the second boss again. It's like, why you did that already? Why? Why can't I keep myself in a position that 
do what's best for me and i have been better about it but it's like you know what i'm saying like yo the other day i'm eating like a wendy's baconator and like halfway through that shit i'm like yo, why the fuck are we doing this bro you're killing yourself yo you said you didn't want to kill yourself but now you're gonna kill yourself It's like I got to put one vice down and replace it with another. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just like, yo, just be at peace, bro. Just be at peace, yo. I would kill somebody just to be at peace. And it's and it's made, created by me. It's created by me. The, the, the things that come in my head are created by me. There's nothing that's happening. I can make a mountain out of any anthill. Don't matter. And then a part of me is like, what about me so special that people want to come and listen to me talk? Or people want to listen to what I have to say? Who the fuck am I? And maybe I am overreacting, like, about the drinking thing or whatever, but it's just like, yeah, like, I feel like I let a lot of people down, including the audience. But it's just been a really tough year for me, yo. I've made some good decisions. I made some really good ones and I made some really bad ones. gotta love myself more and as corny as cliche as it is it's just like bro you gotta love yourself more you have to love yourself more and loving yourself more it's like yeah like i live a lot better lifestyle than i did two years ago but it's like sometimes that's not enough love yourself more exercise cut out these things that are crutches for you but it's hard man That shit makes you feel like a failure. That shit makes you feel like a loser. You know what I'm saying? Makes you feel like you got nothing sometimes. It's just like, where do I go? Do I allow myself to go back to where I was or do I keep myself on the straight and narrow and, and take care of what I got to do? I'm talking about just like small responsibility shit, like making beds in the morning. Like I got to start at ground zero. Like I have to. But I've done it before. It's easier the second time around, I feel like. Isn't that like that with everything? You know? 
Listen, it's not like I got drunk and got a DUI. It's just like, yo, like, I don't think this is a good look for me. It just makes me sad. That, like, I can't be normal because I just know where it takes my mind. Yeah, it's a really sad episode, but I promise you I'm good. Um, I went to Disney World, so that saved me. In this long fucking life, bro, it's like, yo, it's 31 years, but like, I feel like I've only started living in the last year and a half, which is kind of wild. It's like, I feel like the, my entire life, I kind of just went on instinct and like autopilot, but now it's like, I have to be a real calculated human being, yo. Like, I have to be a real adult, and that shit is fucking scary. I don't know how people did this shit. I don't know how people do this shit. Like, I'm the smartest dumb person in the world. I'm so talented. And that's not like to boast or like do whatever, but it's just like you concern yourself with all the wrong things, bro. Invest in yourself. Not just financially, mentally, body. I just can't put the fucking whole puzzle together. It's like Dragon Ball Z. Like, I got, like, three Dragon Balls. And, like, I'm still looking for other Dragon Balls. But I can never fucking get them all. And fucking ask that dragon for a goddamn fucking wish. I'm a fuck up, bro. That's for sure. But I bounce back hard. That's what she said. I'm going to be all right, though. I know that. I'm going to be more than all right. I know me. And a few years ago, I wouldn't be able to say these things to myself. I'd be delusional about them. But I know that I'm rocking right now. I know what I'm capable of. I have the right people around me telling me what I'm capable of. Whether it's my management, whether it's Drew over at One in One Life who gave me this platform to talk to people like this and tell my story. Um... Whether it's my parents, whether it's my friends, I know I've done some good in this world. I know I've done a lot more good than I have bad. And I just have this this thing where I think about dying a lot now since like I got to that point about like how much I don't want to die. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's not even on my fucking list of things that I'm even close to doing. 
But if I poison myself enough, I will get closer to it than I think. Yeah. And it's my move. Your entire life is playing chess against yourself. That's all it is. Sometimes the guy across the table is winning. But sometimes you're winning. It's a long game. There's a lot of ways to win. See, like, uh, it's like that wire scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like Avon. I'm a, I'm a king. But it's really like the queen that's the real motherfucker. That could do damage. And live to tell about it. Like I said, we're all playing chess against ourselves. It's just do the research, practice, you know. At some point, it's like, you know, I'll preach to you guys. I got to practice what I preach too. You got to be better equipped for when that final game comes and you're like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to bust my ass in some chess. That's where the happiness comes from. It's just making a move like, oh, got him. Like, I'm going to put my pawn here. Bang. I think in my life, if my life was a, was a chess match, like, <sighs> I would say I'm winning, but I could get checked. And I got to always remember that I could always get checked. And life has a good time of checking that ass. Life has its ways. So it's easier to catch yourself before you slip and fall fully. You can rethink your game plan, get back on top of handle your business. And that's all it's going to be about. 2021 is just handling business. I don't have any other fucking um, New Year's resolutions. Nothing like, yo, I want to go on a trip here, do this. Mine is just handle your fucking business. Like a man. That's what my 2021 is. It's being good to myself and fucking securing that Duffy. That's all it's about. That's all 2021 is going to be about. It's just no more excuses getting the fucking back. And um, speaking of bags, uh... <laughs> I would like to do uh, our first, you know, sponsor um, is actually one-on-one life. So let me secure the bag right now. Uh, one-on-one life, which is the great company that I've partnered with to actually bring this podcast to you guys. Um, they've done a great job at just helping me with whatever I need, setting me up with stuff, everything that I need. 
but they have just released their own brand of supplements. That is right. Okay. Introducing Feel the Burn and Replenish Your Shield, the one-in-one -one burn and the one-in-one -one shield. Okay. Listen, the shield is an elite immune support, vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free blend sourced from a GMP-certified facility. There's no preservatives or fillers. Tested for purity, 15 potent immune-boosting ingredients in one daily formula. Formula, excuse me. We're talking turmeric. We're talking garlic. We're talking vitamin D, vitamin C, oregano leaf. This thing, these things, uh, help with inflammation, and stress management, or your blood sugar levels. Hey, oh, I'm diabetic. Well, I was, but uh, and then there's another one called Feel the Burn. Listen, for me, I can't trust myself to eat all the right things so that's why supplements have actually helped me in terms of like keeping my levels and getting my blood work taken care of because like for some reason i'm like b12 deficient and then like i'm also like iron deficient sometimes so like i have to take something to help me out so um this is where my boys at one on one life come in okay and then also feel the burn listen this is for steady comfortable clean energy and metabolism support listen I don't have a metabolism. If I eat, like I said, a Wendy's cheeseburger, my ass shakes for like three months and like my left ass cheek is like droopier than my right and you could see it in my pants and it's very strange. Uh, listen, but the good thing about the feel of the burn is there's no jitters and no cr uh, crash. Me being anxious, taking something like a burn or like a, a energy burner or something like that, that always made me feel very, very anxious. This does not make you feel that way. Uh, no preservatives or fillers, tested for purity, gluten-free, all-natural, thermogenic. That makes your body warm. Thermo, all right? Four-to-one acai berry uh, extract, free radical support, 50% Garcinia and Cambogia, calorie-burning and mood support, 15% green tea extract to boost your metabolism, kelp powder, which also helps with stress management. Kelp is actually very, very good. There is caffeine, but it's natural, concentrated for your energy support. Grapefruit powder to help boost that immune system. And 50% apple cider vinegar powder for your blood sugar support. Okay, listen. Go to oneinonelife.com and go ahead and get yourself the shield and the burn. All right? Shout out. Very proud of those guys are doing what they're doing over there at One One Life. And also proud of them for letting me get a microphone and talk my shit. All right? I love you guys. Please. Uh, stay safe out there. Corona is on the rise. Please wear a mask. Uh, wear a condom when you drive, just on your hands. Uh, take care of your family. Think about each other. Listen, if you make mistakes, tell people about them. Try to be supportive. You know, listen, we all make mistakes. It's about what we do with them. And where do we go from here? I'm feeling it. I love you. Peace. I'm out. Your brain game is fire. Thanks for everybody for hanging out in the chat. And talking to me while I'm in the chat, I'm going to say hello to myself right now. Yo, Danny, what's up? What's up, yo? Uh, but uh, I love you guys. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at one in one OTC. Uh, make sure to sub to the channel, please. We're trying to get the 10K. That'd be a big fucking Christmas present for me if we can get 10,000 subs and 10,000 followers on the Instagram. Remember, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash one in one. Uh, no, well, I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash OTC pod. Okay. Uh, we're going to be giving away some merch uh, at any level. $5 is the lowest one uh, to do it. I'm trying to save up some money to get a new camera and a new microphone and stuff like that. So that's, that's the, you know, I want to be able to have people on um, in person as well as Zoom. 
Uh, more guests are coming. A lot of it's just been crazy with COVID. A lot of people are busy. And then, you know, trying to book anxious people isn't the easiest thing in the world. Everybody knows that. But uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the support. 10 episodes. That's 10 weeks. That's 70 days. Yeah, I'm right. Math is still good. And uh, listen, this here's to another 10. We're going to keep this thing rocking, bro. Broy. That's my new thing. Broy. It's broy and boy. So what's popping, broy? What's up, broy? All right. I love y'all. Peace. I'm out. Fuck my ass.